hey, in today's episode, we're going to talk about forgiveness and what it means and, and how it applies to us and, and how it can affect our decision-making and how we look at ourselves and, and how we can receive uh, from God. So stay tuned. Welcome to the God's Best for Your Life podcast with Greg and Sharon Fletcher. Hey everyone, it's Greg and Sharon. Today we're going to talk about forgiveness and we're going to really kind of look at it from a very specific angle on how it affects us. And, uh, you know, we hear lots of stuff about how uh, God forgives through through Jesus and stuff like that. But what we really want to talk about is how it affects us and how it can affect our decision making afterwards, right? How, how it, once we receive God's forgiveness, how it can affect the way we conduct our lives. Yeah, no, I think as Christians, we all know that we're supposed to forgive people, but we find it hard. And I think that is because we don't really understand forgiveness and understand how God forgives us. And But I think once we finally get that understanding and really receive the forgiveness that we have in, in Jesus Christ, that it makes it so much easier to release the offenses of other people. Yeah, it seems to me that a lot of times when people think about the word forgiveness, they just think about that they have to forgive others yeah, and how painful that is. Sure, and it is. I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes and, people don't do nice things. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's not really fun to think about doing something that's painful, Yeah, right? So it, it's one of those topics people kind of shy away from because it seems like it requires payment from them. Yeah, but I think what, what the Lord's going to show us today and encourage us with is that He's not expecting us to just come up with it on our own, but he wants to give it to us first so that we can then extend it the same grace and same forgiveness to other people. So we're going to think about, we're going to talk a little bit about and think about how forgiveness pertains to us and then what happens to our lives after we receive forgiveness, right? And and we're not talking about necessarily what, you know, that that magic moment when you accept Christ and and your life begins to turn around, but the the, the daily receiving uh, of forgiveness towards you and how that how that affects every day and affects your mornings, affects your afternoons, it affects your relationships, it affects your mind, it affects your emotions. It's really, really powerful. Yeah. So why don't you start off talking about your story, you know? Oh, <laughs> this is a funny thing. That, it's a great story. Oh, thanks. This is just something that happened to me when I was uh, um, in college age. Um, I was at home during the summers between my freshman and sophomore year, and my mom and dad were both working full time, and I didn't have a car at that point. So they had asked me to uh, kind of stay home and take care of my younger sister, who was in high school at the time, and also um, kind of keep up with the housework and folding and dishes, which wasn't hard because it was my mom and dad and my my sister, my little sister, who was only four years younger than me. So she was, you know. Pretty young, um, but not like a high little, school. Right? Yeah, high school age. Mm-hmm. She was arguing me, but it was so well, it wasn't really hard. So anyway, one day I was um, folding clothes and and uh, playing with our dog. We had a little miniature schnauzer named Laddie. He was like the run of the litter, and he was so cute. But uh, so I was playing fetch with him in in the process of folding socks or something, and I was just commenting to the Lord, and uh, I. At that point in my life, I was really open to the Lord and really just seeking after Him and just learning about who He is and what He wants for me. And and I was and I 
I, I don't, well, don't say I challenged him, but I thought, you know what, God, you can teach me in any situation. And here I am folding clothes and playing with my dog. And, um, and you can teach me something here, Lord. So, um, I would love to hear from you and love to hear some truth that, that you would love to share with me. And as I was throwing the, the ball for the, the schnauzer and he would keep bringing it back, he reminded me of a scripture that's in Psalm 103. Uh, it's verse uh, 13. And it says, um, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And I think there's another uh, translation that says sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the New Living Translation says he removed our sins. Yeah, so basically it's talking about our, our the things that we've done that fall short of God's glory, that fall short of God's best for our lives. And, uh, and he said, you know what, when, when you bring those things to me, I take them, and as far as the east is from the west, I throw them away from you. Don't go fetch. <laughs> and and he, he, it was just kind of a lighthearted moment, and I, I remember tearing up because I realized in my own life when I had, had fallen short or I had, had, had sinned in some way, I, maybe I was short-tempered with my little sister or I had back-talked to one of my parents or maybe I was being selfish in some way or whatever. Um, I would confess those things to God and, and say, Lord, I'm so sorry. Please help me to be better. And then I would confess the same thing again the next day. And then I would keep, oh, Lord, I, I just felt like I had to feel bad about yeah, it for a like, while. Yeah, like you had to do, <laughs> like you had to do penance. Yes, or, I, was, you know, I, had I had to, to, be, my, I had to feel bad enough for it. You had to beat yourself up. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, just, and every time that I would come into a similar situation or maybe I'd slip up and be rude to my sister again or something, he, all that would come back to me. And I would remember about all those other things. So it was like I was going fetching, looking for, oh, see how else I did this? See how else I did that? Oh, I'm just such a terrible person. And it just turned into condemnation. And God was trying to set me free that, you know, whenever I take those sins and you could, and, and I take them and I throw them as far as what, away from you as the east is from the west, don't go running after it and don't go try to bring it back to me. I've already taken care of it. Jesus already paid for those things. They're done. They're gone. So don't go fetch. What an interesting concept. Yeah, I know. I'd never, I'd never thought about that. I, but then as soon as he said that, I realized that's what, you know, that was what was going on. I mean, how many times, I can't tell you how many times that, that I'm reminded of some way that I've disappointed either myself or someone else. Yeah. And, 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 and it really hurts you, right? It really. It's like you did it again. Yeah. It's just the memory of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, God, do I have to relive, do I have to relive this all the time? Right. You know, do yeah. I have to sit here and. And feel sorry for this again? Do I have to pray? Do I have to say, God, I'm sorry, so sorry? Or do I have to call that person up and just say, I'm so sorry? I mean, granted, there are times when, if it's particular, between you and a particular person, that, you know, communicating with them, you know, your remorse is good, but I don't think you need to do it, like, all the time, right? Yeah, every time it comes up to your mind, it's not... I feel so bad, right? (laughs) They'd be like, okay, we've already talked about this ten times. You're obsessing, you're obsessing. So, but the... But that, but when that comes, right, that that condemnation comes, what's the best way to to handle it? I mean, you're sitting here saying God's given us permission to to forgive ourselves yeah. and and to let it go. Yeah. Well, I think I think what we need to re- realize when we're struggling with those feelings and those situations is that we're not fully receiving what Jesus Christ did on the cross. When when Jesus died on the cross, He actually pay, literally paid the price for that sin. 
God, in his infinite wisdom and mercy, caused all of our sins, everyone on this earth, from Adam all the way to the last person before the end of the age, caused all of those sins to be on Christ on the cross. So then what do we say to the whole concept of being repentant, right? Because, I mean, a certain amount of of knowing that that your that your sin was bad that it is paid for but then also kind of being repentant over there or, or, or reminding that you don't go back to that place how's that a little different right so in other words like yes you don't have to feel you don't have to go back and retrieve the condemnation because that's what we're really talking about mm-hmm. right absolutely and scripture tells us that there is no more condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus right yeah. but what about the whole idea of staying away from that sin. In other words, like being mindful and staying away from it. How, how does that affect that? Well, Paul talks about that there is a godly sorrow that leads to repentance. And what that means is basically repentance means um, turning around or changing your mind about a situation and, and agreeing with God that it's, that it's wrong. You know, So someone that maybe for their entire life has struggled with lying, and then when they become a Christian, the Lord convicts them and says, okay, you're going to have to stop this. This isn't good for you. It's not good for the people around you. And that's that's conviction. And that's that's you. And as you receive that, your your heart and your mind will change on whether or not that's okay or not. And, and God will work with you on that. And once you've made that transition to say, you're right, that's not okay, then you, you take those things to God and say, Lord, help me with this, you know, and, and the guilt. So we that don't you have feel. to be. We don't have to be afraid to no. come to God. Oh no. We. It has more to do with coming to Him and saying, "Hey, I need your help to get over this because it's. It's probably most likely a soulish thing or a could fl- be. Or, or a lie a fl- that you believe. thing. Yeah. Or maybe you've convinced yourself something, but God can come along and help make you free from that. Absolutely, and He wants to do that for you, but He doesn't do it through condemnation. There is no condemnation. It says in Romans eight. Uh, one and two, it says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. What he's saying is the guilt of your sin, the the pen the the penance the the penalty the need for your the sin. need for yes the need for your sin for for the penalty of your sin and the justice the payment yeah the payment mm-hmm. has been picked up by God and thrown as far as the east is from the west. In Jesus Christ. So it'd be like, you know, if you went to dinner with, uh, you went to dinner, like we went to dinner last night and uh, there was a rest- restaurant that we went to that we really liked to frequent. And there were some friends of ours that were there. Mm-hmm. And it, if what if we had paid the bill on their table, right? And then they still wanted to pay their own bill. Yeah. So they're like, no, but your bill's already paid. But we want to pay our bill. Well, the, the, the restaurant wouldn't take double payment. <laughs> The pay, it was paid, you know. Yeah. So, and they may stand around and keep trying to. Okay, yeah. And they may actually get them start cleaning because they want to pay for the bill. Yeah. So imagine they <laughs> imagine hanging around a restaurant where your bill was paid by somebody else, and you're you're saying no, no, I need to pay this bill. Yeah. And basically. Meanwhile, they can't take it because there is no more bill. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, um, um, we can't take your money. <laughs> you know, there's no bill. I mean, if you want to. So it's not even about payment anymore. It's about that there's no bill. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's. I mean, that. But that's exactly what we're talking about. And what we what we like to do is we like to go back and get the bill that G, that has been been on the cross that God to already feel put on, bad. Yes, that, and bring it back to God and yeah. say, okay, I need to pay for this. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, it's it's paid for. 
<laughs> Stop fetching. I know, I know. <laughs> well, we're so used to um, holding on to grievances yeah. uh, and, and things that have done to us, right? Yeah. And to be honest, I found that that the when I was younger, I didn't really give much thought to my own my own sin. And then, you know, but I sure kept hold of everybody else's. <laughs> and then as I've gotten older, I've been more I've been more conscious of my own, you know, and yeah. and having to go to God with that. And yeah. especially uh, now that I've been a believer for almost 30 years, that relationship with Jesus and going to him and saying, man, I messed this up and him going, yeah, you did. And, <laughs> but it's okay. I paid for it. Right. Yeah. And I forgive you and let's move on. And, and he always has a plan to get us out and yeah. to fix it. Always for good. Yeah. Always turns it around for good. That's the amazingness about who Romans God 8, is. Romans eight twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. So, so the point of, of that scripture, at least in this story, was God was reminding me, you know what, when you take your sins to me and you confess them and, you, and you're sincere and you are honest, um, I take it and it's, it's gone as far as the East is from the West. So let's talk a little more about the East versus the West. That's funny that you mentioned that because whenever I was, uh, well, I still am a homeschooling mom, but we had a co-op um, at our, a church that we attended for a long time, and uh, we would have classes for homeschool classes. And I have a biology background. I have a bachelor's degree in biology, and so I really enjoy sciences. And um, it's 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 always fun for me to teach and and turn. I don't want to say to turn turn things around, but but to to encourage people to see um, the face of God in science because it, his fingerprints are so clearly. Um, everywhere in his creation. And it's so fun to see. So one of these was on magnets and magnetism. And so uh, for the craft part of it, we were making uh, magnetic slime. And if you've never made that, I encourage you to go online on YouTube, just type in magnetic slime. And it's really fun to make. It sounds fun. It is. It's really fun. Um, And then we talked about how a compass works. We actually made electromagnets and and made, um, made compasses. And it was really fun. And uh, as, as I was studying uh, for this, I like to bring scripture into my science lessons, and they were really, it's really fun. But God showed me something as we were doing the, uh, the compass, and this, it was that, say, that same scripture, Psalm 103, 13. And isn't it fun how God can teach you so many different things, even in one scripture? It's like completely, God's word is so living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. It's verse 12, by the way. Oh, is it 12? I'm sorry, I keep misquoting it. You're right. It is this verse 12. I don't want someone to go to verse 10 going, that's not what it says. (laughs) Go back one. Yeah, back (laughs) one, verse 12. Verse 12, thank you. Please continue. Yes. Anyway, and so as I was studying this, we were talking about magnetic fields and how, how the earth has a magnetic field and that helps with navigation and things like that. And we were, and then I start, we started contemplating about north versus south. And God showed me that if you start at the equator and you go north, 
at some point you're going to be at, at the North Pole. And if you keep going that direction, you're going to actually start going south. Even though you haven't changed direction at all. You're, you, you were going north and then you're going south. So north and south actually meet at the poles. So like if you're at the equator and you're going south, at some point you keep going that same direction, you're going to be going north. So uh, when God said, as far as the east is from the west, it's different. Because if you start on the equator and you start going west, you are never going to meet east. You are going to keep going west and you will go around that earth an infinite number of yeah, times forever. and never meet east. So he could have said, as far as the north is from the south, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And that's still somewhat, I mean, it's like 18,000 miles or, or oh no, it's 8,595.35 miles. That's how far the north is from the south, which is still really far. Yes. So, but he didn't use north and south. He used east, east and west, which is infinite. So that's how far that's how far he's removed our transgressions from us. Now, our mind doesn't always agree, doesn't always agree with that because we have to renew our thinking according to God's word. But that's where we have to go back and say, no, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed my sins from me. You know, and that's something we have to continue to meditate on and allow the word of God to infiltrate our thinking and and wash our thinking so that we agree with how he sees it. But that's his reality. Yeah, then that, that's the difference between his reality and our reality, because we have a tendency to try to keep track of that stuff. Yeah. Even even if we do forgive ourselves, or let's say someone else, in the back of our mind, we're still kind of keeping up with it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about it, the disciples struggled with that as well. When they said, how many times should I forgive my brother? Up to seven times? Yeah. <laughs> Seven, seven times 70 is still, you can still wrap your head around it, right? And if you have a relationship with someone for a long time, you could probably approach that number. <laughs> but Jesus even said in that day. So he was basically saying, you know, infinite number. Yeah, basically. And and he was using a, an exorbitant amount, number just to kind of say, you know what, if they do it that many times in a day, then then you could stop forgiving. <laughs> But so, which is basically infinite. I can't imagine trying to keep track of that. <laughs> no. What a horrible day that would be. Well, and let me ask you a question, though. <laughs> Can you imagine if, a day that like that? That would be horrible. <laughs> but if you're actually forgiving, then it's brand new every time. That's true. So it resets. <laughs> it resets every oh. time. <laughs> it's like Twilight Zone. I know. Oh, didn't happen. <laughs> but anyway, so so I thought that was really fun that the Lord showed me that um, that the, He picked East and West on purpose. And, and didn't use north and south, even though that, that was a, a, a vi- very large number. Because, I mean, they in that day, they didn't... I mean, in Psalms, when Psalms was written, that was thousands of years ago. They didn't, they didn't understand how large the earth actually was. But uh, I think another interesting way to, to look at it, you know, Micah chapter 7, verse 19 says mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, once again, you will have compassion on us. You will trample our sins under your feet and throw them into the depths of the ocean. Yeah. What a great what a great mind picture of just God saying, look, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to take your yeah. sins. I'm going to cast them away. He's not asking us to cast our sins away. He's no, not asking well, we us to keep track of everything and clean house. He's saying, I'm going to clean your house. Yeah. And when you bring those things to me, I'm going to throw them away. Yeah. And it's and in the, there, I mean, I've 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 heard it uh, translated the sea of forgetfulness. Yeah, you know that he that he th- he forgets he on purpose forgets our sins. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever watched any of those documentaries where they try to go, you know, 
explore a ship that's been that's been sunk to the bottom of the ocean. They have to go through a lot of effort yeah. to get down there. Yeah. And uh, and they sometimes they don't even make it. And that's not even the deepest parts of the ocean. So if you can just absorb that into your thought that God wants to to remove and has removed our sins yeah. from us, you know, as we as we receive what Jesus did, the finality of it on the cross, that that, that level of forgiveness provides for us the ability to be free of the of, of, of the of the sin itself and the ramifications of it and the debt and the debt of it all. Yeah. You know, I, that there was another scripture I was reading the other day that talked about the debt of that of that of that sin. So we're back to that bill again. So imagine a bill that you can't pay. Yeah. A, you know, a, a hundred million dollar bill come and say, look, you gotta do this or else everything goes goes south for you. Well that 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 none of us could probably you know f- afford that. So Jesus did that for us, and we can receive it. And then if we then take this east from the west, you know, the, as far as the east is from the west mentality of that that's how free we are, that we can't even go yeah. get it anymore. Yeah. Wow. Now, I think what a we gift. need to, but I, I it is, absolutely. And, and we absolutely need to receive it as such because it is just a gift because you can never earn that. But I think we would be remiss if we didn't also talk about conviction. And that just because the Lord has um, forgiven you of your sins doesn't mean that he's not also going to convict you if you continue in sin. Yeah. But it's not because he expects you to pay for it. It's because what you're doing is hurting yourself or hurting other people. And so he wants you to grow beyond that. Because his need is met. God's Oh, God's yeah, for need, justice? Yeah, yes. God's his need, need is met. Mm-hmm. He, it's more of his love for us. Yeah, and he doesn't want you to be in bondage. I mean, it says, I believe it's in uh, Galatians... Three or five, three, five. I don't have my Bible handy, but it it says the um that how 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 are you to continue in sin when you've been set free? You know, don't be a bond slave again to the things that that Jesus set you free from. Is that you're going to be a slave to one or another? I think it's in five. I think. Yeah, it says. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, Galatians five one. It so says. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law, which is basically the, the list of rules. Now, who would want us to be tied up again to the slavery oh, of the I, law? I just don't know who would want us to be free. <laughs> I guess we so do. <laughs> for the, again, if, if maybe you've stumbled upon this this uh, this podcast, uh, you know that we we are Christians and we do believe in Jesus and and that He came and died for our sins. But we also understand that there's an enemy. Yeah, there's a devil. Yes, and and the whole concept of you know a guy running around in red outfit with with a tail and a pitchfork that's not what we're talking about. But but we are understanding that there is a, a there is a an entity out there, a force, a spiritual force, Malicious. actually. And 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 it's a group of of of, of forces, um, and and they are actively pursuing our destruction, mm-hmm. and and trying to get us back into bondage. Yes, after God has removed our sins from us, as far as the east is from the west, and and that so. may be a bit much to swallow, but um, I promise you that if if you pursue a relationship with Jesus, you will come to understand it at a very intimate level. Yeah, and you know what, um, we encourage you always to read. For yourself in the Bible, you know what we don't, we don't, um, we don't take things out of context or twist things around. We're just going to give you what the Word says. Yeah. But there, there's also um, going to be conviction. So just because your sins are forgiven you doesn't mean that God doesn't want you to grow and doesn't want you to um, 
to stop sowing seeds because seeds do come up and produce a harvest. And if you keep lying, like we talked earlier about, if you're if you get saved and you struggle with lying or some other sin, and the Lord convicts you, uh, when you confess that to Him and say, you know, I am so sorry, I don't want to do this anymore, and you repent of that, God starts right then to help you. And, and he, honestly, He brought you to that place of conviction anyway. But He starts to help you to grow out of that and to show you where you need to change. And so you need to be listening to him and submitting to him because he wants to to draw you out of that. Now, there are times and seasons in people's lives where they don't want to hear that. They don't want to change. So they, 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 you know, they put their fingers in the ears. We we kind of laughing. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. La, 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 la. Because sometimes we don't like to hear the conviction of the Holy Spirit because he's causing us he, he wants to, to take away maybe a favorite sin or an attitude that we have that we don't want to have to work on. but And, and he will allow the seeds of that uh, to produce the fruit that it produces in our lives sometimes to get us to that place of really brokenness and repentance so that we really will confess those things to him and say, okay, God, I really want to change. I really don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of lying. Help me. I really need your help. And he will absolutely answer that prayer. He will absolutely come and meet you right where you are and help you walk right out of that mess. Well, it just goes to show you how powerful the your free will is. You know, God can't override your free he won't. will. He won't. He, he, and, and so he has to... He, he has to compel you. He has to. He's trying to compel you. The Bible says that that Jesus compels us, right? He that, that he 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 beckons. He he goes. Hey, please. He pleads with us to to turn and to and to follow him. And then the great thing about it is when we do, when we relent and we give him permission to work in our lives, he then comes running in like a flood and, and provides so much for us. And so the that's really the good news of the gospel because it's not about God. Uh, beating us down and and making us feel bad for our sin. It's about Him lifting us up and setting us free and and setting us in a, in, a, in a place where He can have a great relationship with us. And then when we learn how to receive that forgiveness, which is what we're really talking about today, it's learning how to receive forgiveness. It then prov- provides an amazing environment of freedom in our lives. And then that can affect your decision making. So, like, if if now suddenly you were, you were maybe used to beating yourself up over a disappointment, you now have freedom there. Remember, because as far as the east is from the west, your sin has been removed, cast into the depths of the ocean. How can that affect how you think, or or how you feel, or how you you treat yourself, how you love yourself, and how you love those that are around you? And and it really does make a huge difference because when when you really when you really en- encompass that fact of how much you've been forgiven and how free you are, it will absolutely make it so that you're much more patient and forgiving with others. And that may not sound fun if you've got some prickly people in your life, but I'm telling you right now, the 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 emotional freedom that comes from receiving all that God has for you, it really is powerful and it, and it is wealthy. It, it'll make you wealthy. And what I mean by that, wealthy of heart, wealthy of mind, and, and then when you have wealth, you, you have a tendency to spend it, right? And so imagine being able to spend patience with people. Imagine being able to spend uh, forgiveness and, and uh, grace, you know, to be able to, to pour out favor on people and to provide help to be a, a, a conduit of blessing to those people who normally wouldn't necessarily get under your skin, but now suddenly you see them through the eyes of Christ because of the love that he's poured out for you. And you can now pour out that love for them 
And then God can then react to that and bless you because you've been obedient and being able to pour out love like him, to be like him to others. Trust me, that gets God's attention. When, when you're pouring out his love for other people, then he focuses on you. And then he goes, hey, I've got things for you too. I wanted to re- also reiterate a little bit um, about the difference between conviction and condemnation. Yeah. And um, I, w- I want to speak to those people that are going through a hard time right now and kind of feel like, well, God is just dogpiling on me because my life is just in so many terrible ways right now. And um, I just feel like it's God's fault. You know, that God is just, he's, he's, he's telling me I'm, I'm a screw up and I'm doing all these things. And and uh, wrong, and, and that's what's, you know, sometimes the Lord allows you to see the result of your decisions. And we can think that it's God doing those things to us, when in reality, it's us reaping from what we've sown. And I think we need to be honest with ourselves and unhonest with the Holy Spirit and say, Con- okay. Consequences. Yeah, there are consequences for our bad behavior sometimes. There are sometimes they're severe. You know, and so rather than us losing heart and blaming God for that, we need to humble ourselves and say, okay, God, I agree with you that this isn't good and I need your help to get through that. And sometimes um, there are, there are times in our, in our lives where we have to get to that point before we will submit to God because we, sometimes we're stubborn and we don't want to, we don't want to do things God's way. We want to do them our own way. Yeah. But there's a difference between condemnation and conviction. Condemnation is when I've I've, expl- I've I've heard it explained like this, and I think this is a great analogy. And it's when you're in a, a room and you know it's a mess, but it's dark and you can't see what to do to fix it. But you keep trying to walk around and keep stepping on those Legos, or <laughs> yeah. you know, if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but and conviction is when the light's on, and you go, okay. Here's what needs to happen. Here's what God is showing me that I need to do. And just right where you are, start right there and change. You know, you got into the situation that you're in because of a lot of bad decisions. One good decision isn't going to erase everything, but it will start. You'll start that snowball and it'll start small. But as you keep making those good decisions, you keep submitting to God every day. You keep forgiving yourself and, and, and relying and, and throwing yourself on the mercy and grace of God. He will be there for you and he will do amazing, miraculous things. The problem comes when we want that answer to be instant. And sometimes we've, we've, we've dug such a deep hole for ourselves that God knows if he just brings it, us right back out of it instantly with you know a huge miracle, that we'll just go dig another hole. And he doesn't want that for you. He's like, okay, well, you, you need to learn some things while you're in the hole. And, and keep being faithful. Keep listening to me. Keep following through. Keep making those good decisions to get you out of that hole. And then you won't be in the, then you won't dig yourself another hole. You know, I mean, there, there's I mean, so that, many... that is a way of learning. 
for sure. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's not God's best way, but no. sometimes people are stubborn yeah. and they don't want to change. Well, we, he knows what we need in order to make permanent change. Yeah. So he, he might need us to go through a, a dark season or a valley, right, uh, in order to uh, submit change into us, especially into our minds or our souls. Mm-hmm. And, and, and whereas he, he forgives us instantly, but there's yeah. a process to discipleship. And it's only out of his love for us. And that's really what it is. It's discipleship. It, yeah. It's it's him discipling us. It's him teaching us. It's him yeah. him instructing us, and and then also helping us to change into that next version of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. We're supposed to go from glory to glory. Yeah. So, but anyway, so God's forgiveness is complete for yeah. you in Jesus Christ. But the consequences you may have to walk through, and God will help you walk through those things with grace and joy, and and provide a way of escape as you continue to grow and follow after him. It's such a great message. So don't go fetch, right? That's right. Don't go fetch. (laughs) Hey, and if you like it, hey, we we actually went and, and again, we we created a Teespring store, and we actually made a design for this message. I'm actually wearing it right now. Yeah, she's wearing it right now. It's wonderful. But it's really cute. It's so soft. And we'll put a link to that in in our blog and in the show notes to uh, to where you can see it if you want to go see the designs. And if you like one, you can get one. Again, we're we're uh, we're real excited to, to be able to to offer these kinds of things. And I have to say, we they also have sweatshirts for dogs. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we put one up there, and we bought one for our dog. <laughs> it's a really big standard poodle. Yeah, and it is so funny. He loves it. He just prances around like he is hot stuff. He is. Yeah, he's so excited to be wearing it, that hoodie. It's, it's it's a little so dog cute. hoodie, so it's I awesome. Know. It looks so cute. Anyway, so if you guys get one of those or it, a T-shirt for yourself or a bag yeah. or a sweatshirt, take a picture of yeah, it. And post, and go, post, post it. it on our Facebook wall and yes, let us know about I wanna it. Yes, I want to see it. I, awesome. I really do. We'll, we'll post a picture of our dog. Yeah. So if this content really was important to you or if, you, if it really ministered to you, make sure you share it with your friends and, and, and anyone who else who might be dealing with this maybe self-condemnation and yeah. that, they're, that they're going and getting their own sin and beating themselves up with it. But yeah. share this message with them because, you know, the, you, God may use you to change that person. And so we yeah. just we encourage you to be bold and share uh, this message with other people. Also, if, if this, messing was, this message was a blessing to you, uh, a great way to, to, to bless us back would be to go and rate it or write a review in the respective podcast stores. Uh, that would really help us to, in our in our reach to, to get out and be seen by more people and share the, the good news of what Jesus has done. And remember, if, if the devil keeps bringing up to you some things that you've done in your past that you've already confessed and you agreed with God about that that's not okay, it's gone. So don't go fetch. Yes, don't go fetch. We also have a website that, where we have a blog uh, that, that covers uh, this topic as well as many others. Uh, it's gods-best.com. So please go there. We have a lot of free downloads. Uh, we've been making some uh, phone and desktop wallpapers that are very uh, inspirational and have scripture on them and encourage you in your relationship with God. Uh, we also have a bookstore and a link to our apparel store. And so uh, uh, without, without any more ado, I'm Greg and this is Sharon. And uh, we know that you can have God's best for your life and we are here to help you.